We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score! This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. Dan Weederer, on-air contributor for 670 The Score. You're going to be relying on a lot of young players, guys that have to materialize into who they thought they were. The Bears are who we thought they were. When either they drafted them or guys that they believe in that were already here, that's guys like Justin Fields. Bears beat reporter and enterprise writer for the Chicago Tribune. Matt has pounded it home from the day he took the job with the HITS principle and the acronym there and just saying repeatedly, we are going to be an effort-based football team. Dan Weederer. Get your track shoes on. With Bernstein and Holmes on 670 The Score. Dan Wiederer is on Twitter, at Dan Wiederer. He joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And you should always be following along on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. Dan, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We are doing fantastic. We have not had the chance to talk with you since yeah. it became official that Kevin Warren was the president and CEO of the Bears. So what was it like to to be there at at what looks like a, a new beginning for the Bears as a franchise? Yeah, like I I think you guys felt it even from afar, just the the presence and and what is going to be coming in with Kevin Warren's arrival. And it's just this this vision, you know, it's this this think big ambition that is going to percolate through the entire building. And, and we we've talked obviously in recent weeks about um the ripple effect that that's going to have. In some cases, it's going to be very uncomfortable. In some cases, it's going to be much needed. And I, I just think you're going to have oversight and guidance at the top of the organization that hasn't been there for a very long time. And it may not be immediately obvious, but it will be obvious pretty soon at what that means to the whole product of the Chicago Bears. There was a real sort of rubber meets the road aha moment for me where Danny Parkins related to us a conversation he had with you. Where asking for these tangible, like, what does it mean to be that in charge and that energetic and have that kind of oversight? And the point you made was after you exhaustively reported what the Bears did and didn't do before drafting Mitchell Trubisky, the fact that they didn't pursue Deshaun Watson, and and, and say what you want about what we now know about him, but at the time, we didn't. The fact that they didn't have dinner with him, that they didn't even care. Your point, and Danny related this, was that that kind of thing won't happen. That kind of obvious oversight will not happen under Kevin Warren. At that point, that that meant a lot to me to give a concrete example of how somebody that thorough can affect your football business. Yeah, so so let's take it a step further because it wasn't just the the lack of, of prep time on Deshaun Watson in that draft. It's the fact that you got to draft weekend and your head coach didn't know that your general manager was drafting a quarterback. His coaching staff was not heavily involved in the process of trying to figure out which one of these guys you wanted to, to bring along. You have this 
situation where Ryan Pace spends so much time in that pre-draft process trying to hide all of his intentions and then gets to draft night and still trades away a treasure chest worth of picks to move up one slot to draft Mitch Trubisky because he convinced himself that he couldn't settle for Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Just think about that in the back of your head for a minute. Like, man, we have to have Mitch. It's Mitch and Mitch only. And if, if he gets taken at, with the first or second pick, we can't bear the thought of having to take Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson as our quarterback. There will be discussions had inside that building to make sure things like that don't happen. Uh, the other one that I like to bring up is just, you know, when we came out of the 2020 season, yes, the Bears made a uh, wild card appearance in the playoffs, but we all knew what that was and we all knew the direction things were headed. And you got trapped in the situation where the uh, top-down leadership decided they were going to give Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy another chance at things. They were going to give them the, the liberty to draft a new quarterback, but then not the job security to see it through. And so then what happens is you end up picking Justin Fields, which has turned out to be a good thing, but you either uh, wasted or botched his first year of development because you had a coaching staff that was under the impression that they had a win now and they were playing Andy Dalton and all of those, those things were, were, were sort of muddled up. And so Dan, one of the things I like to say is that a leader like Kevin Warren, one of his first responsibilities is to sweep away the banana peels, right? Like just get, get rid of the stuff that causes people to wipe out and, and slip on it. And, and that's what you're going to see, you know, and it may not be obvious on an everyday basis, but over time you'll be like, wow, there's been, you know, seven to 10 fewer slip ups and embarrassing missteps than we're used to having. It's it's been such a change like organizationally that, that we've seen from the Bears over the last three years. And I'd just love to know from someone who's around George more than than we are, how, how do you explain kind of where they were like hiding their shame in 2019 with the 1936 jerseys? to where we are now, where there's been massive change and and an opening up of hiring there that you might not have expected there to be four or five years ago. Lawrence, like I'll criticize George McCaskey for a lot of things, and I have obviously over the years covering this organization, but one thing that he is good at is listening. And he is a good listener, and he listens to a lot of people um, and when he's listening to, to, to people that can can steer him in, in productive, proactive uh, directions, he's not afraid to, to take those steps. And so I think that is just sort of um, a byproduct of, a, of a, a leader who understands that he's not uh, perfect and far from it a lot of times and, and is willing to, to take advice and, and open his mind and, and, and try some new things. And what we've seen here um, in a lot of different ways is, is that open-mindedness to, to, to chart a new course and, and see where it takes us. Um, and so, so George deserves a lot of credit for, for evolving in that regard. I said earlier, watching some of these games in a couple of weeks of football now, that I'm done with slow running backs. I I just am. <laughs> I, I know that there's a time and a place for someone who is responsible and tough, but hit the hole and get down the field because you see the difference that it makes. That was just one little conclusion. There's been a lot of football, some good, some bad on both sides of yeah. the ball. What takeaways do you find applicable to the Bears? <laughs> Thank God you're in the NFC. Right. Like that's yeah. my first takeaway, because you watch this weekend's worth of games and you're like, man, that's Trevor and, and Patrick doing it out. Those guys could have playoff showdowns for a decade, you know, ahead of us. And then you, you get around to, to Sunday and you got Burrow versus Josh Allen. You go, oh, there's two more <laughs> just like that over in that conference. And here, you know, you're looking at Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones. And then obviously Jalen Hurts who's having a, a tremendous season. But it's just uh, a different landscape at the most important position. And so it gives you a, a little bit of a, a reason to be optimistic that if, if you can hit that 
um, sort of supercharger developmental, uh, you know, accelerator for, for Justin Fields here soon, that significant progress can be really significant progress in a conference where the, where the landscape isn't as demanding as it is over on the other side. Last week, we had the press conference. We got the chance to talk with Kevin Warren. and It was a lot of fun and, and educational. I know that there were breakout sessions. What, were, what was the stuff that, that we didn't get to see or hear that you thought was interesting from, from last week at Hallis Hall? Yeah, it's a good question because yeah, Kevin did a lot, a lot of media that day, and, and to his credit, he was still engaged to the very end. And and I, look, I, I think that there are, are are two things that he is pursuing eagerly at the same time, and they're both really demanding. One is the stadium project in Arlington Heights. The other one is is trying to, um, you know, bring this football team back up to a level that that people around here can can respect and appreciate. And so those are huge things. But what Kevin Warren does, and, and this is, you know, was consistent with a lot of people um, that I talked to even before he was hired, is that he's very, very serious about the developmental piece of leadership, which means that he's going to find people under his watch um, that he can develop, that can then develop the people below them. And, and so when you have those, uh, you know, multi-pronged approaches to making people in the building better, that's how think big visions become think big realities. And so I think there's, there's something to that with Kevin that's worth looking into. I know for a fact that Ryan Poles is incredibly energized to have this sounding board now, right? And to have another sort of uh, guardrail or checks and balance, whatever you want to call it, to just sound things off and bounce things off. It's, there's no worry that, oh my God, this guy's going to overstep his bounds and force me into decisions I don't want to make. It's how can we put our heads together and come to the best possible decision for the Chicago Bears? And so if you apply that not only to the football operations, but across you know a half dozen to a dozen departments of that building, now all of a sudden you see where um, momentum can turn into energy that turns into something that, that makes the entire organization feel like it's going somewhere. And I think you guys would agree that for the longest time, it feels like you, you slam your foot on the accelerator and those, those tires just spin and they don't go anywhere. No, no doubt about it. Like they, they, they do have that feel and it's interesting to, to get him inside the building for sure. And, and now we start thinking about the, the, there is the Arlington Heights thing, which before you go, I want to talk to you about it, but now yeah. the, the football is a major focus Obviously, because Ryan Poles is is sitting on the yeah. most cap room and the number one pick. What's your sense of what's happening in the quarterback market? And before, are, are we too soon to even be thinking about what's possible as far as, as a trade goes for the Bears for that number one pick? Is this a, a walk up to the Bears are on the clock type situation? Well, look, I think a lot of things will come together. At, like right now, most teams are just locked into setting their free agency visions. And, and so, you know, that's step one of the offseason is trying to figure out your free agency board, what you can get, what you won't be able to get. And then you, you sort of slide it from there into your draft prep and, and you marry those hand in hand. And so it'll be another month or so. You know, the, the combine in Indianapolis at the end of February is always a, a, a spot where conversations happen and that's where ideas and seeds get planted for trades and and, and people start um you know just having the, the back and forth on what's possible and what's not and so i think maybe a month from now we'll have a, a clearer picture for who might be involved in that one of the things that i've heard from a couple different people in the league that's interesting is this thought process that the bears can really leverage 
the Texans and the Colts against one another, potentially, right? If both of those teams show any sort of interest in moving up to that number one slot, well, now you say, well, well, wait a second. Like, if you don't take this, then then your division rival is going to take this and they're going to get the guy that you want. And so you try, you try to play that game a little bit. It's like, you know, <laughs> negotiating for uh, desserts and the lunch on the playground where you just <laughs> you try to posture and you try to, you know, move it around and, and get the best possible outcome for yourself. But I think it would probably be a month or, or so from now that, that we'll start to get a lot more chance chatter uh picking up in that regard you know what pops into my head as we're having this conversation oatmeal cream pies (laughs) sometimes but but, (laughs) but this time of year we always talk about when other teams see who's left playing and they get greedy and they draw wrong conclusions and they say well that's what they do we should do that that's what defense they're running or that's how their roster was constructed we should do that we should do that and sometimes it's to their detriment rather than sticking with a plan and I guess for the first time in a while especially with a, a young untested general manager in Ryan Poles that having the involvement of Kevin Warren, I think should have me probably rest easy, that they're not going to get silly with chasing NFL trends as much as sticking to their own plan. Well, there's two parts of that. First of all, let me just say it was Swiss cake rolls for me, Lawrence, and so we can get that's to a, that at another hey time. Hey, man, that's a good call. <laughs> My, mine would probably be Nutty Buddies if I had to pick a little Debbie. Also a good choice. Yeah, no no qualms there with either one of those. But here's the other thing, Dan, is that, that, that Ryan Poles really, really believes in his experience in Kansas City. And the Kansas City Chiefs are, are, are back on Conference Championship Sunday for the fifth straight year. And so if you, if you want to talk about sustaining success, they've obviously found that formula. And Ryan was part of discovering that formula throughout his climb up that, that front office ladder. And so I think that, that it, it's really good to have those two things hand in hand where they're not going to get out over their skis and, and and try to reinvent the wheel. And they, I mean, Ryan has, has said it, he's not here searching for a, a one year high, you know, he, he's searching for something where people can feel proud over a seven to eight year span of what they've accomplished. And as bears followers, we haven't known that since the late 1980s. So I think their formula will be sound. I think the fact that you have, Ryan's experience now matched up with Kevin, who's in his fourth NFL organization and has seen it done in different ways, gives you a lot of fodder for conversation. Then you bring in the, the guys that are, are in your building to begin with, and now all of a sudden you can sort of crystallize a vision and, and, and get this thing pointed in the right direction. The Bears were adamant about how their focus, their sole focus, is on Arlington Park and that project. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are some legal things that, that kind of make it so that they have to talk about it in that way. What's left for them to do before they close? Yeah, it's a good question because I, I'm really eager. You know, I mean, they, they have said many times here that by the end of quarter one, they expect to close on that property and then they'll start to, to figure out the feasibility of developing on it. I don't know why you'd close on it and then decide later that, oh, we can't do it, other than the fact that you struggle to figure out where the funding is going to come from, which or is if there's the biggest an environmental issue. The only other thing is you never know what could turn up or an endangered species or something in the soil. Yeah. Yeah. And so look, like I think we're all sort of eager for that day to come where it's like, okay, that the close is done. And now all we, we start talking about is, okay, so now what are the plans from here? Um, you, you know, look like I, there, are, I've got folks up in Minnesota that I need to talk to on a regular basis because now we can look at that stadium up there, U.S. Bank Stadium, as, as sort of the, the model that Kevin's going to be drawing from as he tries to build something similar here uh, in Arlington Heights. And there's, there's a lot of uh, obviously cool parts of that story 
uh, up in Minneapolis that'll be applicable here. And I think we're all just getting, you know, eager for the point where we can start to move forward and then ultimately perhaps actually start to see some of these cool uh, drawings and, and videos and other, other suggestions that they'll have to pick from when they start to take their menu down. Dan Weeder, thanks as always. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Good talking to you. That is Dan Weeder of the Chicago Tribune and the score. So it'd be your first pick? Well, what, what if we, we throw it open to all snacks I, you know, at, not, at lunchtime? I know, I know that that's I'm, not your thing, but let's, let's, what about Dan the Kid? Like, what's something that someone may have had where you're like, I want that, and I'll trade you what I got to get it? I, I would I would make a trade because we never – we were always a hostess family. Yeah, yeah. So I would trade for a little Debbie – they used to call them Nutty Bars, and then they became Nutty Buddies because those those are just a, a near-perfect confection. I, I absolutely love them. So that would be something I would trade for. I never often had a lot to trade. Believe it or not, the things that people wanted – my mom's tuna salad and my mom's egg salad. Okay. Very popular. Even though things are smelly lunch, yeah. But once you got a bite of that, you're like, oh, boy, this is different. If it's delicious, so, is there a secret to it? Or yeah. You can't say it? You like the there's, Geico there's, commercial? There's secrets to both. No, I've said it before. The, the, for, first of all, Hellman's mayonnaise and only Hellman's mayonnaise. Okay. And, and second of all, for the tuna, not albacore, not white. It has to be actual tuna, chunk light, and in oil, not in water. Okay. And add a, a little bit of hard-boiled egg to the tuna. Now, for the egg salad, you make it when the eggs are still warm. You have to make sure that the eggs have come out and you have shelled the boiled eggs out of the hot water. You cool them off a little bit, enough to handle them. But then when you mix with the green onion and the salt pepper and the mayo, the eggs have to be warm enough to, to emulsify. Fair enough. Asked and answered, but yeah, I would I would trade for for a nutty buddy. Ray, what was your thing as a kid that you wanted that you wanted to trade for if you were out on the playground? Oh man, that's I'm, I'm a kindred spirit with Dan here. The the nutty buddy or the I forget what they they changed the name to. Is it something it different? Nu- now? It used to be a nutty bar, nutty bar, little Debbie yeah. nutty bar, the and little then they Debbie, changed it. Nu- yeah, that was because I love peanut butter and chocolate. The combination is just a. Winning combination for me. It's the that airiness always, too. It's the yes. texture. You get all of that fun going on with, with the, the wafer. Yeah, perfect. See, now I was a lucky kid that you know my mom always bought those for me, so I was able to you know share with my friends. But every now and again, you gave you an opportunity for a double up. That's right. You know, a lot of times, Yo, a I lot of times, five, like now, nah, man, I, I'm not sharing today, man. This yeah, is my I'm lunch. Big money, Damn it, I'm holding. I would ask Mike Rankin, but he's not in the room. I don't know where he man, went. This man's working over here. Yeah, he's, he's, he's cutting up some some audio. We got yeah. lots of things going on today. Isn't there a Eloy? That's going Zoom on. That's going that's on. happening now. Oh, I I feel like we'll have time for White Sox stuff on tomorrow's show. Uh, you're going to be at Bulls tonight. I know you had a a Bulls thought after the Paris trip. Yeah, I I ran across something on the Bulls website that made me think about the Bulls and what the Bears just did last week. I wanted to run it past you and see what you thought. So we'll go through that and we'll talk about the Bulls. We're going to talk about the Bulls next. Bernstein and Holmes here on The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. 126. To 108, Bulls will put it in play. Ball game over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. Here in Paris, we thank France very much for their hospitality. Very positive trip for the Bulls. They got a satisfying victory over a lesser team, which they don't usually do. It was only the second time all year. We noted this on the uh, Organizations Win Championship podcast. Only the second time all year that they've won every quarter of a game. They did it on November 2nd against Charlotte. But they played really well. And I don't know the extent to which you believe in the soft stuff. The idea of bonding, of coming together, of getting out of your element a little bit. And when we hear when Gorgon Dragic says play for each other, sacrifice for each other. What it means to get away and try to... Try to understand that a little bit better, especially among their star players. Yeah, we'll see tonight against Atlanta what the the Bulls end up doing. Atlanta's a little bit better of a team than the Bulls played and are. So we'll see how they see if they can come through again. I I ran across this piece. It was Sam's piece, uh, Sam Smith, who writes for Bulls.com. And it was interesting. Like he was talking about. He, he talked with Michael Reinsdorf, and the, head, the headline is Michael Reinsdorf reflects on past, present, and future of Bulls in Paris. And I'm like, all right, well, there might be something in here that I can bring to the show. And it's mostly about the Bulls as a brand. And I thought that that was kind of interesting, but Michael makes the point that for a while he wasn't comfortable with like the Bulls as a franchise like being on display. Like being in some of these international markets or games, and I thought that that was why I I don't know it, it he it, he just I don't know if it, it wasn't that he wasn't real proud of where things stood, but it's I'll give you a couple quotes. Okay, he said, I think anyone who was a Bulls fan back then still has a little bit of angst when they're playing Detroit. Sometimes you'd hear the music they play at the beginning of the fourth quarter, the final countdown, and it would get you going. Even now, when I hear it, I like to turn the station off because 
I don't want to hear that song. The days of Bill Lambeer and some of the ways that he played the Pistons, they were physical and tough. But as MJ said, I don't think the Bulls would have won those six championships if they didn't go through the Pistons first. We obviously respect Detroit and the owner, Tom Gores. He's a friend of mine. Arn Tellum, the CEO, is a great guy. But we want to win, and that's for sure. We don't want to rest on what happened in the 90s. We want to win again. That is obviously our goal, but we can't shy away from the fact that in the 90s, we won six championships in eight years, and we were one of the first global teams in sports. We have to embrace it, but we'd like to get back to the top of the mountain for sure. That's interesting because I think you forget it takes a trip like this to remind people how powerful a brand the Bulls are and how lasting and effective a brand that they've been. And a lot of it, too, is due to what Derrick Rose was able to do with his Adidas deal through China and elsewhere. A lot of that is because of Derrick Rose, because he was the first guy in the age of the mega shoe deal where it became often as big or bigger than your actual NBA contract and, and the shoe deal relative to your NBA deal. And still what the Jordan brand has meant, mm-hmm. the power of the Jordan. Don't think that's not commingled with the Bulls brand. And, and like the idea that Jordan, the Jordan brand now has Luca. And, and he's one of the few guys that is endorsed by Michael himself. And that you see there's a lot of, with the All-Star game last year, Michael made a point of being like, this dude is the dude. Well, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, was on with Chuck Swirsky in Paris, and he had thoughts about the power of the Bulls' international brand. I would say and I don't mean this critically, your brand is exceeding your performance (laughs) over the last several years, only in that when I look at our data, you know, because you see it in terms of our website and our app, you know, the Bulls are top five around the world. And I, I, it's because of the legacy of those great championships, of course. And I mean, and not to take anything away from the current Bulls. I mean, the Reinsdorf family is overseeing the team and great management, but this team continues to be a huge attraction everywhere we go. And it's one thing to hear from him. And then when you heard Stacey King on these airwaves on the Bernstein and Holmes show on Thursday, he also talked about how you should feel and what it should mean to wear that uniform. The Bulls are still the Bulls. You know, their brand is number one brand in, you know, in the world as far as basketball is concerned. So anytime you put that jersey on, you know, you're everybody's playoffs. You know, these young teams see DeMar DeRozan what he did last year and all the hype that came along with that. They see Zach Levine, all the press, you know, attention he gets as an all-star caliber player. And you get a kid like, you know, Ivy from Detroit. You know, he's going to say, hey, wait a minute, we're going to get Zach Levine tonight. He's going to get up to play Zach. You know, where Zach may not get up to play him like he should, these young kids, like young Lions, man, they're playing with house money. And uh, they're trying to prove some things. So when the Bulls come into town, Chicago still, regardless of their record, Chicago still is that team where people still get up. I mean, we go in arenas and we have more fans than some of these teams still. You know, that's a direct thing of, you know, of the past of winning championships and team success, but it comes with the territory. The thing that I, after reading the piece that I kept thinking about was the business of sports versus the business of winning. When we see Kevin Warren hired, as the president and CEO of the Bears, we we go, all right, look at the look at the Bears getting their business in order. 
And the hope is that whatever it is that you're, the, the positive moves forward that your business is making is going to play a role in you winning. And I've been trying to figure out when it comes to the Bulls, where can we find balance in that? Because I think their business is fine. You, you and I both love going to the United Center. We both love the everything that is attached to the Bulls when you go to the UC. First class. Right? Every time. Every time. And it's and you want to like, okay, when can we get the product on the court to level up to the same place that the business of it is? And having had a couple of conversations with Michael Reinsdorf, maybe I run into him tonight. Um I know that he wants to win. I know that that's a very important thing. And I just, I would love if those two things matched for them. Because they're right. They are a an international brand. And it was on display. And seeing the difference in the Bulls being courted by foreign media versus the Pistons being courted. Like, they're a legacy brand. But I, I need the I need the winning. Yeah, your your basketball operation owes it something then. Right. That's that's kind of where I was like, am I being unfair when when I'm reading this and thinking about it that way? Am I being unfair to the Bulls that I feel like they the business of sports with the Bulls is really strong and I'm not convinced that the business of winning is. See, I think the Cubs get that about sort of where their brand stands. The difference is it basketball and baseball when you talk about the worldwide power are just apples and oranges the strength of internationally of basketball can't commit there, there just aren't enough people that care about major league baseball the same way that the world cares about the nba but i do think that there's an understanding that if you've got one that that it, it heightens your level of responsibility to improve the other yeah so here's hoping because i'm i just feel like they're stuck like, from a basketball perspective, and I know you guys have talked about it on the podcast. I just want them on the record, man. Just tell me where we're going. Tell me what the goals are. Tell me what this the, this second half of the season is going to be, and maybe it's in immediately after the trade deadline. But just come out and say where, we're, where, where are we going? What are we rooting for? I think that they have been desperately looking for positivity to hang on to the group of guys that they have. And I think they got it. That's your last chance this next stretch of games. I think that Golden State win and then a successful trip to Paris maybe convinced is not the right word, but has them leaning in the direction of we still have time to turn this thing around. We're going to fight to be the seventh seed? That's what it feels like. But that doesn't feel good to me. Like, you know, it just doesn't. Like, I, I... I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to probably write about it this week in the Sun Times, but it just it just feels like they're running in mud. It, it's just so. I don't know. It's I'll I'll at some point find the words for it, but it's just a strange, strange thing. Coming up, Dan, I found a promotion from a Major League Baseball team that I absolutely love, and I imagine. That the person listening to us right now, when they hear it, they're going to go, I can totally do that. All I need is 10.
and I could do. I need a week to get ready and 10 opportunities, and I'd be all over that. I know Mike Rankin thinks he can do it. We'll talk about it next here on The Score. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. And it's a grand slam. It doesn't have to be a grand slam. Apparently, it just has to clear the fence down in Miami to get you a nice big honking discount. How about this, Dan? If you're a season ticket holder, so you have to be a season ticket holder with the Marlins, which means like 2,000 people. I'm going to say it's small sample. If they give you an opportunity to buy, to, to get a discount on your season tickets worth $10,000 if you can hit a home run at their ballpark, and it's called the Swing for Your Seats. A batting practice home run. A BP home run with an aluminum bat. And this one guy did it. Like, he he hit a, a, a shot to left center. I'm wondering if that's a BB core bat or if that's a trampoline bat. Because well, you can get some. Just saying aluminum bat, there's a wide range. Yes. If it's one of the deadened bats or if it's, you know, one of the ping. That I used to play with back in the day, the not the ones, not, yep. not, not the ones yep. that Mike Rankin played with a few years ago. So, Mike Rankin, if if this is you, how many swings you need? All of them. At this point, all of them. I'll tell you what, though, the BB Core versus the Beezer, the B E S R models. Oh, it's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You take the BB Core versus the other one, it takes about what 15, 20 feet off a fly ball that would go further with the other. Type of bat. And which ball are they using? Yeah, there you go. You're probably getting like some beat up BP. We don't get the Aaron Judge ball with the microchip in it. And that the the one that Meredith Wills found was just maybe a little bouncy and slippery. Yep. You don't get those. Cinderella ball. What are they called? Goldilocks ball. So it's called Swing for Your Seat. So here's the page. Okay. Join us. And it happened on Saturday, this past Saturday. Join us for the ultimate baseball experience at Lone Depot Park. For our annual Swing for Your Seats event, Saturday, January 21st. Swing for Your Seats is an exclusive event for regular season Miami Marlins members. Purchase your membership on or before ah. 5 p.m. Eastern on January 2023 to be eligible to take swings on the field. There's got to be something in there to, to prevent. I'm just picturing like... Who's the Cody Decker of Miami? There's got to be 20 of them, right? Someone who played, could hit it 500 feet. You would think that in Miami proper, with all of the baseball that is played down there, some some of the, the guys that have come over from different countries. I was going to say, maybe, maybe they, didn't there could be a 55-year-old it. guy who was a Cuban superstar. You know? What would you rather do? Try a 43-yard field goal in the cold? No. Or hit a home run? Yeah, send me to a ballpark. And let me embarrass myself. No, I, I did that with a few, but it was only a 25-yarder. Yeah, but you made it, I right? Made it. I did. You, you made it. But remember what happened with the Cody Parkey thing and people were yes. out of Goose Island falling all <laughs> over themselves? Theo pulled his quad. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. Idiot. So it says they're also hitting targets out there. And the top five people, first place gets an autographed bat, second place an autographed ball, third place an autographed photo, fourth place steak knives, fifth place you're fired. Um, no, that's not true. The autograph photo, and then the fifth place gets in a, a bobblehead. I love this. I don't know if other teams do it. I think maybe the Orioles do it, but 
that I, that fence? Well, not now. Like you don't want that now, right? right? But before, that's why Trey Mancini left. I he's like, I'm not hitting it over a 27 foot wall. Get out of here with that nonsense. Yeah, Toronto's moving them all in too. Did you see that? I did. Toronto's gonna be a bandbox. This would be so fun. I forgot who did the story. There was a Sports Illustrated writer. Oh man, it was such a good story. And he was talking about like how easy is it to hit a home run? And he not very. Not very. But he did like he went on this like soul journey. He's like, let me find the right altitude. Let me find the right ballpark that's got, you know, the the, the short porch to left field because he was right-handed. It was such a good piece. I love that they've turned this into a thing. And I, I hope multiple well, it looked like one person got tickets, but Going forward, I hope that multiple people get an opportunity to win tickets. And I would be all for it at 35th and Shields, though you couldn't do it in January. I don't even know when you could do this with the water. You'd have to do it in Glendale, right? Like you'd have to do it. Come on out to Camelback Ranch, and if you if you can hit one out of here, then you're going to get $10,000 off your season tickets at 35th and Ball Shields. Ball carries a little better over there, too. And, oh, I and know. If, and if you hit it as far as the one I saw your mean Mercedes hit a couple of years ago, you should get a chunk of the franchise. Well, then they send you to AAA. Well, as long as you're... As- you're a pro, but then the manager comes in and is like, grumble, grumble, twins, and then he <laughs> sends you to AAA. But they will have a hamburger named after you. That's right. That's for life. Well, you know what these guys... Okay, next question. Transition with Danny Parkins next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.